Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. The Tech Feed. The Tech Feed. With Andy Wells. Dell's most meticulously crafted machine ever. The new Dell XPS 13. Verified for exceptional experiences anywhere. Visit dell.com.au. World TV Day. Yes, it's a thing. It happens November 21. Now, of course, one way to celebrate might be to just spend the whole day watching TV, maybe buy a new TV. But right now, I'm joined by Sony TV product specialist Dan Kennedy to talk about TV. Hi, Dan. How are you? Good to be here. I'm pretty good. Uh, Great to have you here. Now, 2020 marks 60 years in the TV business for Sony. What have been some of the key evolutions in TV technology along that journey? There's been quite a few, and Sony's been at the forefront of everything that we really experience now in the TV industry. So, as you said, 60 years. In 1960, we brought out the world's first portable TV. So prior to then, they were just like these massive, massive objects. And so that was that was a game changer. And then, you know, a few years back, we brought out the world's first flat screen TV. So when those CRT TVs were all very curved, uh, we were the first in the market with a flat screen TV, so fully flat. And then, I mean, two other world firsts, technologies that we know very well today, is uh, we brought out the first LED LCD TV, so LED backlit TVs, and that paved the way for you know, these massive, massive CRT TVs to fall by the wayside. And the TVs that we know of today that are you know, still quite heavy for the large screen sizes, but manageable. You can still carry them around and they don't take up half your living room. So the LED LCD TVs that we uh, were pioneering back in the day, um, absolutely fundamental to the market today. And we also, a lot of people don't know this, but we produced the world's first OLED TV that consumers could actually buy. So that was uh, back in 2007 at the XEL1, which was 11 inches. So there are some tablets that are bigger that bigger than that these days, but um, there it was. And that was a, the world's thinnest TV at the time as well. So quite a few world firsts that, you know, obviously now the TV industry is dominated by OLED and, and LCD, but uh, Sony was there in the beginning um, to, to really shape that journey and um, fundamentally change the way that we witness and experience TV today. I do remember going back quite a few years being at a, uh, a Sony presentation where they showed us a concept of, a, of what an OLED, uh, flexible uh, piece of OLED screen could look like. And it was, uh, it was about the size of a phone screen. Um, but of course, we've come a, come a long way with, uh, with uh, OLED uh, since then. Um, and of course, you mentioned some of the first um, flat screen TVs. I don't even remember what they weighed, but they were pretty heavy compared to TVs today, right? Definitely. So backlighting systems and the use of light spreading sheets have made TVs much, much thinner today than they were back in the day. TVs have also become much more efficient in the way that we produce power. And uh, we only we keep going thinner and thinner and thinner. Uh, so that's been the evolution for the last few years. And uh, in fact, you're actually seeing TVs get a little bit bigger these days. Uh, because we do need to fit, um, especially with the LED LCD TVs, we need to fit a lot of hardware behind there to power the the TVs. They're they're almost like little computers these days. So with the invention of picture quality and uh, picture processing, which is a big push for us, um, they are starting to, you know, get a little bit bigger, but uh, we're always in the forefront of like bringing down the size, making things uh, smaller and more efficient. And um, I mean, these days as well, the, TVs is just getting larger in terms of screen sizes as well. So as the price comes down for those 
large screen size segments, um, people are buying bigger and bigger TVs. I remember when I first bought my back, oh, geez, this was back in 08, I bought my first TV. And uh, it, was, it was the biggest TV that I could get my hands on. It was a 42-inch at the time. Um, and now 42 inches, absolutely tiny. Um, 65 inches, the majority of the market these days, and it's only getting bigger. So we're seeing 75 and 85 inch uh, becoming the norm in the TV market. Well, you might be uh, or may not be surprised to hear that my first, um, I think it was that my first LCD TV was 32 inches, and uh, that set me back just over $3,000. <laughs> oh my gosh. I know. At 32 inches, the size of the screen that I've got on my desk. Um, in the office, so those those are now my you know, computer monitor type um, screen sizes. Yeah, yeah, that's I'm pretty much staring at a, a curved 32 inch uh, monitor now. Um, all these advancements in technology, but looking at TVs from across the industry, all the different manufacturers, what's the trend in terms of features right now? So for for us, the biggest trend that we're seeing is the TV becoming the hub for the living room. So. IoT or Internet of Things, smart devices. There's been an explosion in Google's Assistant and Google Home, Alexa capabilities. For the most part, Apple AirPlay and Apple HomeKit are coming into the Australian market as well. So now the, I guess, the focus is being the TV as part of your home rather than just this separate box in your living room. And for us, that's been fundamental. In 2015, we've sort of moved to Google's Android TV system and there's been major updates every single year. And for us, it's uh, huge. We now support Apple AirPlay, Chromecast built into the TVs, so casting anything from a small screen to a big screen, very easy. And you're now getting to the point where our TVs can actually control your vacuum cleaner and your lights and all sorts of smart devices in the home. So we see the TV as a part of your home and part of your smart home rather than just, you know, something that you turn on and, and watch the evening news on. So that's been one of the fundamental shifts. And I think that's the way that uh, uh, TVs have to go. They have to be more useful than just a screen in your living room. Thinking back, the first Bravia uh, TV that I owned was a smart TV. And back then, smart TV meant I could, among a few other things, check the weather on it. So I guess the definition of a smart TV has changed even over the last few years. Yeah, I mean, if you have a look at even 20 years ago and uh, or even 10 years ago, the consumer behaviour was completely different. Like 10 years ago, you would take a TV home and it was very unusual for people to connect them to the internet or Wi-Fi uh, because there wasn't a lot of support there to really do anything. And the, the trend has been sort of uh, what's known as cord cutting. Uh, so you have services like Netflix and Stan and KO and Optusport and everything is now delivered over the internet. And that's, that's been huge. And it's you know, really changed the way that we view TVs. Like I live in a terrace, a really old terrace that doesn't have a TV antenna. Um, but through our Sony TVs and our Android TVs, we can access live TV through the Android TV applications without the need for an antenna, which um, you couldn't do that a few years ago. So we just want to make the TVs as useful as possible in this day and age where everything is, all your content is being delivered over the internet. Now, bearing in mind, not all TVs have the same features. Then what do you feel are the must-have features for anyone looking to update their TV? When it comes to TVs, it's, there's, there's so many on the market, but uh, you know, what really makes Sony stand out is one of the things that we focused on quite early on in the piece, especially with our first 4K TVs, has been picture processing. So we released um, 
back in the day, uh, you know, our X1 processor, X1 Extreme, X1 Ultimate. And these three tiers of different picture processors ensure that you know, whatever you're watching is going to look better on our TVs. And it's, um, you know, people don't really understand or think about picture processing that much. But when you break it down, you've got you know, things like Netflix, they're compressing all their content, sending it across the internet. And in real time, the TV has to decompress that signal and make it look as good as possible. And within that space of time as well, your internet might uh, drop down you know, because of the evening speeds or, or whatnot, or you know, you've got too many people in the house using the internet. We wanted to keep the quality of content consistent no matter what you were doing, whether you're watching free-to-air or Netflix or YouTube, et cetera. And our pixel processing has been fundamental in providing that experience. It's something that really gets overlooked uh, when people are buying a TV is that that sort of when you buy it, you take it home and you plug it in, what's real content going to look like? Uh, obviously, in the store, they're playing, you know, the highest grade quality content from USB sticks or, um, or elsewhere on Blu-ray players. But for the average consumer, I think the, the most important thing to consider is what is this going to t- what is your general everyday content going to look like? And with our X1 and X1 Ultimate processors, it's going to look as good as it's ever looked before. Um, and that's something that we want to bring to everyone when they buy a Sony TV. That probably leads well into my, my next question, actually, because there are, like you said, a lot of TVs on the market from um, a lot of different manufacturers. Then, What then would you say is the standout reason to look at a Sony TV? Yeah, 100%. Um, and, you know, what I'd like to really think about when I think about TVs is they're a full package. Everyone thinks about picture quality because it's what they see and uh, what they see with their own eyes. But really, it comes down to two other things, and that's sound quality and user experience. And for me, user experience is one of the most overlooked um, features of a TV. And Google's software is absolutely amazing. If you've ever used Android TV, you know, out of the box, you can access over 5,000 different applications. As I mentioned, you've got the AirPlay Chromecast capabilities, getting anything from a small screen to a big screen, just one touch, and all that smart home functionality that we talked to before. Um, but you're going to be using these TVs every single day. And if you don't like the way that uh, the operating system works and the way that you access that content or, or content's really hard to find, then you're not going to enjoy your TV watching experience. And, you know, for Android TV, we've believed that is the best evolution of TV experience in terms of user experience on the market. And we stand by that and it keeps getting better and better every single year. The other thing that gets overlooked quite a lot is sound quality. And, you know, especially when you have a look at our X95H this year, which is one of our top LED LCD TVs, or our A8H OLED, we've built in really, really good sound. Uh, Specifically with the OLEDs, we've turned the screen into a massive speaker. So the screen actually vibrates as a speaker cone to produce the sound from the screen, not above or below it. And that's something that's really unique to Sony OLEDs, and it's an amazing experience. And, you know, people, when they spend, you know, people aren't spending insignificant amounts of money on things like OLEDs, right? They're, they're big, big purchases in the general scheme of things. And it's really disappointing if you would take a TV home and you turn it on and the sound experience is poor. So for us, that's been really, really key to, you know, the overall package. And I think we like to think of ourselves as not just producing really good picture quality, but also nailing sound quality and user experience at the same time. 
Good to hear because there's nothing worse than, like I said, bringing home a, a nice looking TV only to find that it's uh, maybe underpowered or, or just the, uh, the audio is just all wrong. Exactly, yeah. That being said, what is your pick from the uh, Sony TV lineup right now? What's your, what's your personal favourite? So obviously we've got uh, a huge lineup. So we've got three LED LCD TVs. We've got an OLED and an 8K. So, I mean, if money was no object, the 8K every single day, we, we have one screen size and that's an 85 inch. So it's a very, very large TV and that would struggle to fit through my door. But uh, at the moment, in the last two years, uh, colleagues of mine and myself have been enjoying our OLED range. So the A8H OLED, yeah, being product specialists, we get to take the latest technology home and experience it. And for me, you know, when it comes to movies, when it comes to what I know is like black bar content, so obviously TVs are 16 by 9 in terms of widescreen format. It's what we know and love. But movies are generally much wider, a little bit wider than that. And uh, you'll notice that with the black bars top and bottom. And with OLEDs, those are pure black bars. And it makes such a difference to the viewing experience because the OLEDs can actually turn those pixels off completely. And if you're watching the movie with the lights off, it's hard to beat. It's, uh, I wouldn't, it's one of the best experiences. Life-changing. If you, if you can get an OLED home today and, and enjoy that, You'll uh, you'll never go back. It's a fantastic experience viewing wise. Yeah, and uh, any other uh, quick tips for uh, TV shoppers? Yeah, for sure. So you know, people generally buy a TV every six and a half years, and that's a lifetime in TV land, right? So even even two years ago, we didn't have the same um, HDR specifications that we do now. Um, the 4K formats were different, et cetera, et cetera. And a lot of consumers get kind of lost in that. And I experienced this, you know, I had to buy a new dishwasher um, the other day. And I was like, I have no idea what I'm getting myself into. Um, and for people buying a TV, the first thing that I would do, especially because it's not, as I mentioned, an insignificant purchase in terms of the amount of money, um, I would do as much research as possible. Uh, websites um, like what you guys run, uh, inter- independent reviewers, YouTube videos, etc. Do all that research first, and then once you've done that research, you've got a really good base of what's out in the market, what the capabilities of those units are. Go into store and experience all the things that you don't or can't experience um, through an internet review. And that those things like the sound quality, you know, turn the sound up, play some music, watch a really good movie with the sound up. And the user experience. So as I mentioned, just like, you know, scroll around, make, make sure it's really nice and responsive. See, see what apps are on the TV first and foremost, right? So like if you're mad into your English Premier League, you know, does the TV have Optus Sport out of the box, which ours do? And does it have KO? Does it have like all of the, all of the apps that you expect? Are they there? Can you access them really easily? You know, can you cast it? You know, every user experience thing, just test it out because you're going to be using that interface every single day. So if you don't enjoy it, then move on to something else. So experience those things in store and, uh, you know, as I mentioned, user experience and the sound quality. And obviously the reason that we go into store is to have a look at the picture quality as well. So those three key pillars. But uh, fundamentally for anyone that's looking to buy a TV, research, research, research. Um, do all of that. It's going to save yourself a lot of time and it's going to make sure that when you go into store, you're making the most out of it in terms of your time um, and you'll get the best TV out of it as well. The 
Tech Beat will now terminate. Visit techdaily.com.au. Dell's most meticulously crafted machine ever, the new Dell XPS 13. Verified for exceptional experiences anywhere. Visit dell.com.au. Brilliant. Some great tips there. Thanks, Dan. And of course, happy World TV Day. Happy World TV Day. Thanks for having me.